Hi, welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It is day seven. It's Saturday night. We've been at a party. Happy engagement, Andy and Jess. It is Saturday night sumo here at Sumo Mainichi. I'm still in my party dress. We came home, we watched some sumo, and we're going to tell you about it. Down in Sundanme, Hagiwara, he won today. He's two and two at Sundanme seven. In Makushita Hoku Tenkai lost today. He's two and two. And Abi was up today. He came up against uh, Makushita Rikishi, obviously, Kaisho. He was 3-0 as well. And Abi beat him in a bit of a slapstick comedy bout where he nearly fell over. And Kaisho actually did fall over, seemingly with no outside influence. I think Abi was a bit lucky here. I think so. This was a comedy of errors, but... Abi came out on top somehow. Somehow. There's four guys so far on 4-0 in Makushita on day seven and quite a few obviously still on 3-0 still to uh, have their fourth match. So nothing too exciting yet, but he is looking good. Good stuff, Abi. Let's move on to Jurio Nishikigi. Made it four in a row after wow. downing Makushita visitor Tochimaru. He moves to five and two now. You've forgotten about Nishikigi, I've forgotten about Nishikigi, but he's making a bit of a run here. Yeah, four in a row. He's looking good. Uh, he's he's down the bottom of um, Jurio. He's but... all the way down the bottom. <laughs> I hope we'll see him rise but all the way. doing good here. He's five and two. We saw some workmen like Sumo from Bushozan who cleaned up Daishoho. Bushozan moves to five and two. Kyoku Taisei was denied seven mm. straight wins today by Tohakuryu, who rolled him to the ground. Kyoku Taisei is six and one, and to Tohakuryu now is five and two. There's a few on there, aren't there? Looking very solid. Ura, he does his best work down low, and we <laughs> saw that today. He swung Koroshoho down a classic Katasakashi win for him. Ura moves to six and one. He's looking really good, actually. Th this win today was a good showing from him because Kodoshoho, even though he's only 4-3 now, he did start off very well and look quite powerful. And for him to to execute that move and pull it off against him. How many wins does Ura need to lock in a Makuchi promotion, do you think? A Jiro 2. two. Um, well, it would depend. So Chiono is going really well above him, uh, but I think he only needs a Kachikoshi, I reckon. I think a nine would guarantee it. Yep. We've seen some, you know, uh, some interesting denials mm. from the Sumo Association recently. So I think a nine would be good, but at six and one, looking very, very good here. Another name that we've heard, uh, not so much recently in the top division, but uh, Tokashoryu got a win today against Azamaru and he moves to five and two. Yeah, he's going very, well. He's looking all right here, finding that way to win again. I've been keeping track of him. Yeah, well, always. Yutakiyama, he chased Enho around the doyo today, but there wasn't really much sumo going on from Enho. Uh, he took him out. Mm -hmm. Enho gratefully took the offer from Yutakiyama to help him up on the doyo, mm. which you don't often see. No, and Yutakiyama waited ages for it too, sort of with his hand outstretched, ready to go and... And Ho just took it like it was a, it was a nice moment that he accepted it. But I mean, he took ages to get up. He was in the third row. He's limping again. Um, yeah, it says something about Enho's um, state. Yeah, where he will accept yes. that help. Uh, do you think we'll see him tomorrow? Well, I, I each day, I think definitely not. 
but he, he keeps coming back. He's very bandaged and he just looks terrible and it's very sad to watch. It is. The You Show race in Jurio. On six wins, we have Ura, as we mentioned, at Jurio 2, and Kyokutai say with that loss today, they have joined forces. <laughs> On five wins, uh, Tokoshoryu, Yutakiyama, Ichi Yamamoto, Tohakuryu, Nishikigi Bushozan, and Chiona O hasn't fought yet, so he's up in Makushita oh, well, today. Uh, up in Makuchi today. Well, let's jump straight into it and see how he goes. Chiona Or, the Jurio visitor, is up against Ishiura in our first Makuchi bout of day seven. Out of the touchy eye, Ishiura goes low and locks up the arms, but Chiona Or was able to use his height advantage here to force Ishiura back and over the bales, a solid Yachty Kitty win for Chiona Or. So he joins the pack of swell at five and two. He's looking really great at Jurio one. So um, with a Kachikoshi, he would definitely be back in Makuchi. He's getting close. Both these guys are so muscly. So it was, it was good to see them come up against each other. Ishiro would have been disappointed. In that, are we entering the age of Chiona Or? Maybe. I'm going to have to refresh my memory, to be honest. I'm going to be flat out honest with everybody. (laughs) Who is Chiano? He's he's been flying (laughs) under the radar, let's say that much. I mean, he's in in the hair with with all those guys, all the Chios. I know that. Yep. (laughs) But look, we'll just do a little refresher if we have to at some point. He's five and two, Ishira four, three. Akisiyama was next against Chiamaru and honestly, please don't do this in the programming. Obviously, both of these guys have to win. There's no two ways about it. Chiamari, though, is the one who actually does win. One quick shove on Akisiyama's face and upper chest. And then despite Akisiyama trying to anchor himself with the belt of Chiamaru, uh, Chiamaru can push him out Oshidashi pretty easily. There's something going on with Akisiyama's footwork. It's just not happening, this basho. Uh, I mean, the Chiamaru opening attacks we've seen work and be very effective, this basho, but... I mean, Akisiyama can do better than this. Yeah, he just kind of stands there and tries to push. Yeah. Uh, he's never le- done a lot of footwork, but now it's extra. Well, I'd, I'd disagree with that. I, I think that he's, what I think's got him this far is that he's heavy on top, but, you know, those light, lithe legs can carry yeah, him right. into the right position. But, I mean, Chiamaru is, this high straight arm attack is working so well for him. Yeah. And it does again today. He moves to five and two. Akisiyama, please don't say it's over. He's at one and six. The next bout of the day was Kaisei up against Okunumi. And Okunumi looked to have this one sewn up early as he got underneath Kaisei's arms and drove him back to the bales, almost throwing him down. But Kaisei bounced back and he used this momentum to drive Okunumi across the doyo. Okunumi here, though, on the back foot, he looked calm. He watched Kaisei come in and then turned and slapped Kaisei down to the dirt for a Hatakikomi win. I thought this was a disappointing loss for Kaisei here because the way he bounced back was with a grip flip and it was so successfully done that he was able to break Okunumi's hold and get away from him. But then, yeah, just got the yeah. slap down. It, was a, it wasn't a great way to lose. Yeah, I mean, no big surprise. Okunumi is so experienced, so calm in a crisis. Yeah. Just turns it on a dime. Yeah, but so's Kaiser. He's been up there. Yeah. He knows what to do there. He's seen some things. Yeah, I just think the slapdown win in particular was was disappointing there. He's four and three. Okunumi is five, two. Magashira 12, Kodoeko up against Chiatairi. Both these guys are four, two coming into this bout. 
Koroeko stopped the Chiatairu Express at the Tachiai and he worked hard to lock up Chiatairu's arms. He held him at bay. The whole time while they were sort of pushing back and forth, Chiatairu had a right-hand grip of Koroeko's very loose mawashi and actually he was able to make that work for him in the end. He shoved Koroeko back with it and over the Tawara Yorikiri. A bit of a surprise win for Chiatari here for me. It sort of came out of nowhere, but when I watched the replay, it was a bit more obvious. <laughs> I completely agree. I thought that lock-up position really favoured Kotoweko to manufacture a win. I was really impressed by Chiatari's ability to make this happen. Yeah, because it was like he engaged the express again. He sort of got stopped oh. at the station. Yeah. Really just labouring this metaphor, but uh, yeah, he was able to to push in the end. And you don't often see him in that position, but very impressive stuff from him. He moves to five and two now, Kotoweko four and three. Up next on the dojo was Akua and Chiyoshoma at the touchy eye. Chiyoshoma jumps to the side, slaps Akua down to the dirt. This was a huge henker. How did you feel about this one? Oh, I hated it. <laughs> I actually really hated it because I don't like a henker against Aqua because he's a good boy. And I don't like a henker against someone who's won five and now won six. I mean, we're coming off Chiyoshoma slapping Akisiyama in the face yesterday multiple times. Yeah, he's in the bad books. He's in the bad books already and then he does this. Yeah, sumo manichi bad books. Oh. <laughs> he's in there. He's I in mean, the doghouse. I, I want to like the guy, but you're, you're exactly right. He's in the doghouse. Yeah, he's made it difficult to like him after oh, these two days. I'll tell you sure. what. So Akua one and six... The man in the doghouse is four and three, Chiyoshoma. Let's move on. I'm disgusted. Kotnawaka and <laughs> Dayamami. Dayamami had Kotnawaka up on the Tawara on his tiptoes here. He'd come forward powerfully. It looked all over, but Kotnawaka, he's a big guy, and Dayamami just couldn't quite finish it off. They locked up. Dayamami had a left hand grip and the right arm inside. Looked like a really, really powerful position there. Kodnawaka had a right hand, but Dayamami initiated and this time he succeeded in forcing Kodnawaka back and out. And it was a good win, I thought, after his loss to Ishira yesterday. Yeah. Wow. Kodnawaka, I feel like I do this so much, but I feel like I go, he fought so well in this loss. But <laughs> well, didn't that, he? Yeah, what that defence really, on the bales were really, was really good. Amazing stuff. Hopefully this bodes well for the future, but as of today, that loss takes him to three and four. Daiomami sneaking up on four and three there. Shimano Umi and Teretsuyoshi were at it next Teretsuyoshi goes low at the Tachiyai, grabs the body of Shimonumi and rotates himself around Shimonumi once, then twice, getting a bit of a vortex happening. But Shimonumi puts a stop to this nonsense and slams Teretsuyoshi down to the ground over the bales, Oshidashi. Yeah, Shimonumi had uh, perhaps watched the tapes of Teretsuyoshi over the last few days, the last six days, because it's just not, or five maybe, but... Um it's just not happening for him. Again, he was low. Shimon Umi doesn't mind being low, but he wasn't even the lowest today. Yeah. <laughs> and he he watched him really carefully and just found that opportunity quite easily. Teretsuyoshi, uh, he's wandering around in the uh, corridors of his mind. Yeah. And it's amazing. Screaming. Screaming, but no sound is coming out. Oh. There's a lot of smoke machines, um, you know, weird lighting effects. A couple of it's zombies like, crawling zo- after him. <laughs> yep. 
along the ground. It's uh, looking bad for him. He's one and six, Shimano Umi four and three. I have been playing too much Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> All right, Sudagisha <laughs> and Tawashi. This is the first time these two have fought, which surprised me. I think probably uh, Tamawashi was up much higher when Tsurigisho was in Makuchi before and then he dropped out. Is Tsurigisho not at his highest rank right now at Maegashira 8? I think he he's been be. in the mid. Has he? Okay. Yeah, he's been in the mid. But, I mean, 8 is the mid for me. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, 8 is the mid. Yeah, it's the mid. But let's say we can believe that they've never met before. Yeah, well, we have to because that's the <laughs> It's <facts>. the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Tsurigisho with slaps and thrusts. Then he wrapped his arms around Tamawashi. His legs were splayed. He took him to the edge. But the absolute defence of the man, Tamawashi, is on the edge and he comes back. The other side of the doyo, he moves Tsurigisho all the way to the other side of the doyo. They both try to throw at the same time. It's that kind of butterfly throw where they're both trying to uh, do their uatenage. But Tsurigisho, usually somebody puts a hand down at some point. They both go down with their heads and Tsurigisho actually comes out of it worse. He just clonks his head down first and scrapes it along the ground. I thought he looked a bit dazed uh, afterwards. It looked really unpleasant to me. Yeah, it did. When he stood up and accepted his uh, defeat, there was quite a big gash uh, above his right eye, I Mm. believe. I mean, this was a little worrying. I, I... didn't like seeing him go head down into the mm. dirt here. It wasn't as close to me. I thought Tamawashi was like in control there at the end and he did really slam Tsurugisho down. Uh, not to take away from Tsurugisho's effort during this bout, mm. but uh, Tamawashi just too good, too experienced, too powerful. Hopefully Tsurugisho pulls up okay after this one. Yeah, it looked, looked pretty unpleasant. Yeah. He's two and five. Tamawashi, five and two. Kagiyaki and Takara Fuji up next. It was, this was a very even touchy eye. They met solidly and locked up on the arms. Both Rikishi fought to find an advantage, but Kagiyaki's insistent attacks under the arms of Takara Fuji, they were effective, and eventually Kagiyaki was able to grind Takara Fuji back and over the bales for an Oshidashi win. Both not having a great one. Both with a loss yesterday, searching for the win. Kagiyaki, a bit stronger today. But Takara Fuji, if I focus on him for a second, he just looked unable to move forward. A bit lacklustre, maybe a bit resigned even. His face was like pretty blank. And I know it it often is, but when he stepped back and over, there was kind of nothing there. Like he didn't even defend on the bales almost. Look, I mean, we've all had days at work like this. Yeah. <laughs> Have Do you know? Ever. Yeah. Sure. It gets to 2 p.m. and you're like, I'm done. Well, <laughs> 3 it gets, to, 4, it gets p- to Friday and you're like, 4.30. Yeah, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm here in body. And I do feel like we haven't seen a lot of, uh, a lot of signs of life from Takara Fuji. Mm. Is it, you know, the second child? Is he, you know, up at night? Maybe. Tending? Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. But as of day seven, he's two and five. Yeah. I mean, at Magashira seven, if he is, if he's just having a bit of a lazy one, that's okay. He knows where he'll go and that he can get back. Maybe it's just that. Is he just a bit confident that he'll get to eight, seven? Oh, I don't think so at two, five. I don't think he'd be confident at all. Kagiyaki three, four. I think we said that, but I said it again. Tochinoshin up against Endo. They went body to body off the touchy eye. 
And they both stood up really high, actually. Endo with the Morozashi, he leant forward onto Tochinoshin. And even though Tochinoshin is so big and he's hard to move, because they were up so high, he had to step back. Tochinoshin tried to turn and use Endo's arm to pull forward. But Endo just shifted his weight and bore down even more and took Tochinoshin over the bales. Yori Kitty. How did Endo survive that arm grab? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty strong. Well, it just kind of pulled – I think it was the angle of the arm pull, actually. Like, you really have to get out of the way and then you really have to make sure that the arm pull is away from you to take them over the edge. But Tochinoshin kind of just pulled him into himself. That's right. So he he brought uh, Endo into the danger zone. Yeah. It was all the physics angles again. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Endo looking super balanced, super in control. He's five and two. Yes. And I feel, again, like we're we're being – sucked back into that idea that Endo <laughs> can be consistent. Yeah. But he's looking good. Yeah. Tochinoshin, the woes continue. He's on two and five. Hinumi up next against Ichinojo. Ichinojo opened by slamming a hand on the front of Hinumi's belt. And that left Hinumi scrambling for a response. Ichinojo was patient here. He outlasted Hinumi's attempts at repositioning before he heaved on Hinumi's belt and walked him back over the bales, Yorikiri. Yeah, he was looking for the Maimitsu grip the whole time, Ichinojo. He was reaching out with that outstretched hand. Well, he got it straight away. He got it and then it was broken, wasn't it? Uh, so yeah, was, I think he... he was trying to get it back again. I mean, it's not something we see from Ichinojo. No. Uh, but today it felt like he thought this was the strategy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he, he does right. always go for it. That's for sure. He'd know me, kept his hips away for a while. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just couldn't deny him that grip again for uh, for long enough. And he moves to four and three. Ichinojo joins the pack of five tours. There's a lot in Jurio and there's a lot here in Makuchi. Onosho. And Tobizaru. Now, Tobizaru has finished up the top. He's uh, fighting a little <laughs> bit lower now, <laughs> maybe a little bit relieved, coming into this at one and five. So let's see what he can do here. Well, he gets on the belt. It was a bit of a surprise for me. Were you surprised? Well, it's not his style, is no. it? I didn't mind it. Yep. Well, his it's left arm. It's on. He knows he needs to do something quickly at this point, I think, because he's not going to go into a belt lockup and neither's Onosho. So he goes for a throw. As Onosho goes down, he wraps his arm around Tobizaru's head and pulls Tobizaru down with him. So they fall down together. They pretty much hit the doyo at the same time. The Gyoji gives it to Onosho, but there was a monoi. Yeah, there was a monoi. I, I think absolutely. The shimpan stood up straight away. Straight away. They knew they had to have another look at this. The replay was unclear. Mm. You're right. Onosho had the head of Tobizaru. So it was really about did Onosho's forearm hit before Tobizaru's head? Yeah. How did you see it? Well, I thought maybe the, the arm was underneath the body and so Onosho's arm had actually hit first. Yeah, I yeah, wasn't I, really like I didn't have the protractor out. I didn't have the the binoculars out, yeah. so I was just sort of calmly watching. Yeah, and so the decision was Torinaoshi's a redo on this one, and I think that was the right decision. I think so too. It was so close. I mean, and they were both falling as well. It's not really about this centimeter of skin exactly. that touches first. Yeah. 
So there was a second touchy eye. It's way more Toby Zaru's style of sumo here. He was slapping and thrusting. He takes Onosho back. But Onosho found an opportunity here to get close to Toby Zaru. And from there, he was in the danger zone. Onosho got low and was able to do his charge forward, the Onosho charge. And suddenly Toby Zaru was in the third row. There was just so much spice on those Onosho attacks. When they landed, they just shoved Tobizaru back. Yeah, because Tobizaru actually had a good start. He actually he moved Onosho back a little yeah. bit, found a few, you know, good positions, but Onosho, yeah, just oh, Onosho, got low. I know we talk about this too much, but it's hard sometimes to understand what Tobizaru's um, attack is. Whereas Onosho, it's so clear to see what his weapons are. It could be that uh, aggressive touchy eye. Or in this case, it was those well-timed thrusts that just blew this bout wide open. Yeah. So Toby Zaru, he, he hasn't managed another win here <laughs> down against the Magashira 5. He's 1 and 6. He did look a bit deflated here. I think he definitely hoped to pick up a win today. Onosho is 5 and 2. Toby Zaru is... Have we said his score? I think I did, but it's 1 and okay. 6. <laughs> I might have zoned out there. <laughs> Wakataka Kage up next against Meisei. Meisei charged wildly at the touchy eye. And Wakataka Kage almost guided him over the bales as he came towards him. But Meisei recovered and then they moved into the middle, both trading thrusting attacks. Wakataka Kage swung wildly at Meisei. One particular attack, it was misguided, was a bit a bit too wild, and it resulted in Wakataka Kage overbalancing and Meisei was right there, he was ready, and he slapped Wakataka Kage to the ground. This was a great bout. This is one definitely worth worth watching a couple of times. Meisei fought so hard. I don't know how he recovered from that first move where where Wakataka Kage, he came forward with the arm outstanding extended and Wakataka Kage pulled his arm. I just thought he was out straight away I thought it was over, but Meisei showed great balance there to recover. Yes. So the way I think the Wakataka Kage overbalancing happened was we often see Meisei back up around the doyo. He's really good at, you know, sidestepping around the doyo to get himself away from something. And I think it was one of those moves that sometimes don't don't work for him and get him in trouble, that made Wakataka Kage, who was so keen and so fast, sort of lunge forward and then overbalance. Yeah. So both of them, yeah, so fast, so powerful. Good good sumo, enjoyable to watch this this matchup. It was really cool. Meisei with that win is three and four. Wakataka Kage with the loss is four and three. Komasubi Mitakumi, who I am. Back on board with. Oh, you're on board. <laughs> if you haven't heard in the last few days. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm excited about his sumo again and uh, I'm, I'm a fan. Komasubi Daisho is his opponent. It's the Komasubi off. That is not a thing. Komasubi battle. <laughs> Komasubi off. I think it's a thing. Mitsukumi's eyebrow, it's got tape on it. How did you feel about that? Ah, Give me a great, yeah. analysis. <sighs> It wasn't puffy enough. Yeah. There wasn't enough padding. It was a bit flat. It was a bit flat. I don't like it. Mm. How can he feel confident without that padding that's popping out? Yeah. Maybe he's got the, the flat bandage guy working for oh, them I don't like at it. the moment. Mm. Well, the bout. 
Daesho, he doesn't even get to start slapping here. Mitakumi is forward and up under the arms and onto the chest. Daesho can barely even attempt to pull and he is out. Have people figured Daesho out? I mean, what is sumo? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, this was puzzling. I know Mitakumi is in good form, this basho, but... He just handled Daesho so easily today. Yeah. What 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 went wrong for Daesho? Well, was was the Mitakumi Tachiyai just that good? It's he certainly got in his hand space, so he yeah. couldn't even start the yeah. thrusts, and I do think that's a crucial way to combat that. Um, and then he didn't sort of move back and then let him get going. He didn't, you know, shove him or shove him away, or he stayed yeah. with him. Yeah. And also getting up under the armpits I think is really good because it wasn't a, it wasn't a total sort of lift his arm up thing. It was more of a chest yeah, push in yeah. that region. But it means he can't, he just can't start, I think. It's just one of these days where Mitakumi looks so good. Hell yeah. You just, he can make it look so easy. Yeah. But after Daesho's 13-2 Yusho in January, he's gone 8-7 in March and now he's 3-4. He's and four. Yeah, I mean, he's fighting a lot higher than he has before. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, this is about him settling and, Mm -hmm. you know, working out form against Sanyaku takes time. Yeah, I wonder whether it wasn't a bit of a a one-hit wonder. That's the other option, isn't it? That with (sighs) Takakesho as well having that style, people are really starting to work out ways to try to deal with that. And because Daesho's... a, a ability to execute that style isn't up to Takakesho's ability. Mm. Yes, the counter, the counter attacks, the counter strategies that people have developed work even better against Daesho. Yeah, and maybe Interesting with Daesho too, he doesn't have as many other options. Perhaps he doesn't mm. have as many other strings to his bow. This is this is all, you know, suddenly uh, come I mean, out on day seven. But I, I just wonder why he's not getting the success that he he did all of a sudden in that. You show in January. Yeah. Well, Mitakumi, 5-2 now, looking quite good. Daesho with that loss is 3-4. and four. Let's move on to Sekiwake Takiyasu and Hokuto Fuji out of the Tachiai. Both Rikishi lean in and unleash a series of thrusting attacks. They were both trying to get under each other's arms here, trying to lift the center of gravity up. Despite this one looking close at this stage, it was Takayasu who was able to drive Hokuto Fuji back. And it looks like it might be curtains for Hokuto Fuji. But as Takayasu comes in, Hokuto Fuji is able to dodge the incoming attack, slam Takayasu as he sails past Tsukiyotoshi win for Hokuto Fuji. It's a real danger with those huge pushes, the real wind-up ones that Takayasu sometimes does, that his opponent can can twist and get out of the way. And especially there's that unique position right at the edge where the opponent is anchored against yeah. the Tawara as Hokuto Fuji was today. And you just need that final shove to get them over and you commit everything to it. Yeah. And then they can do that that twist. Well, the good news is that's Hokuto Fuji's first win. Yes. He's I love it. broken the six-loss run at Maegashira 1. I think everyone can breathe a sigh of relief. Mostly. Mostly. Hokuto Fuji. 
Seven more wins, mate. You can do it. Sekiwake Takiyasu, that was his second loss. He's five and two. So many guys are five and two. Hoshoryu up against his uh, second Ozeki now, Takakesho. And for some reason, he decides that a meet and move to the right is a good idea. Takakesho absolutely does not fall for it. Looks totally calm, just turns to Hoshoryu and slaps him down. Harikikomi doesn't give him a chance to do anything else. His face is impassive, Takakesho, yeah. as he walks back to his side. But it does look like he's sort of like, sure, come at me with that. So was this the right play? I know it wasn't executed perfectly. But was this the right play? Well, you're right. There's a difference between the execution and the idea. Yeah, and the idea. Yeah. Uh, it was done so badly <laughs> with uh, no follow-up. Don't you think there was no follow-up? Well, up, do you know the problem was that I saw on the replay was that he missed the belt grab. Mm -hmm. So he shot to the right, tried to get the the right hand on Takakesho's belt and it didn't land. Yeah. So there was that. So maybe if he'd got the belt, he might have been able to force Takakesho laterally. But when he missed that, Takakesho just turned and attacked. Yeah. He is good at watching Takakesho now. He's he's much better at it. And because he's sort of small and his centre yeah. of gravity is low, he is quite good at stopping and turning quite quickly. Yeah, I, I think that's a sign of Takakesho being this Ozeki figure is that this kind of garbage sumo doesn't worry him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so going back to the question, was it a good idea? I guess anything <laughs> anything different like that is is a risk and it could it could definitely pay off. But do you want to win like that against Takakesho? Probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and look, as long as you're not standing in front of Takakesho getting, you know, pounded back out over the bales, it's probably a good idea. Look, that's a good point as well. Do you want to be one of the million people yeah. who just get shoved out yeah. by him? You might as well try something different. That's a really good point. Well, he did and he lost. <laughs> so he's two and five and Takakesho is six and one. Okay. So doing oh, well. Oh, good. Okay, no, no. let's move on. Ozeki Asanayama up against Miyogiryu. Miyogiryu took it to Asanyama out of the touchy eye, moved forward aggressively, and he was forcing Asanyama to fight in close. Uh, but Asanyama looks so comfortable in this position, and with only an upper body hold, he's able to move Miyogiryu back before absolutely dumping Miyogiryu down on the wrong side of the Tawada. A big dominant performance yeah. from him today. <laughs> the dump was so good, it was like... Unloading a, a thing of soil from the car and just yep. chucking it on the pile, just really heaving it down. Yep. It was good he found this position to do this uh, skunage throw, but there were a few worrying moments along the way, I thought, where I was a bit worried. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Miyogiryu took it to him. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. But um, Asunyama showed that great... Uh, calmness today, mm. I thought. I think I was on hyper alert and yes. a few of us maybe are on, you know, just really watching him so carefully that every step where he looks a yeah. tiny bit shaky or somebody comes back at him is a worry, whereas it's actually just a normal bout of sumo. Well, true, but he's 3-3 coming into this. As Ozeki, you don't want to go into uh, the middle day being 3-4. No, you absolutely Not don't. Not at all. He's 4-3, Miyogiryu is 2-5. and Sekiwake? Takanosha comes up against Ozeki Terunofuji coming into this with a 4-1 record against him. 
Terunofuji makes him wait at the touchy eye, which he also has been doing a little yeah. bit, just playing a few <laughs> funny game. buggers yeah. at the at the touchy eye. And then he strikes. Takanosha, though, denies him the left hand. He twists his hips away. They come at each other again. Terunofuji starts powering forward. Takanosha, though, stabilises. He realises he has to get away from the edge because he's in a dangerous position, moving back quickly towards it. He jumps to the side and Terunofuji takes the opportunity to slap him down, a Harukikomi win for the unbeaten Ozeki. Wow. Terunofuji today, I thought, showed us how good he can be when he's a little off balance, when he has to move his feet. I know there's a lot of talk about his knees, but they are doing the work for him, putting his upper body in the right uh, spot in the doyo to absolutely dominate Takanosho today. Yeah, he had to do something different. You're right, and uh, and he did it. And and seeing that slap down opportunity was really good as well. He's not just yeah. fixated. He's yep. not just one eyed on the belt. He's not only looking for a throw. Yeah, he's out there. He's adapting. He's responding yeah. and looking unbeatable at this stage. He is Takanasha. He's three and four, so he's in a little bit of danger here at uh, at Sekiwake. Needs to start pulling together some wins. Yeah, I mean, he'll get to 8-7. I have no <laughs> doubt about Probably. that. <laughs> the last bout of the day, Ozeki Shodai up against Kirabiyama. Kirabiyama attacked well. He got in close and he was driving Shodai's head high and back. But we've seen Shodai, he loves the head being flicked back. It almost like gives him power yeah, here. The higher he is, the better the he goes. The better he is. I mean, he just like reverses this idea that you need to be low and balanced. No. He loves being stood yeah, up. Stand up as high as you can, young man. <laughs> Because his response is good. He gets his feet stable, leans in and drives Kirabiyama and forces him to step back over the bales. Kirabiyama lost sense of where he was in the ring here. Yeah, he did. But Shodai kept him up on the doyo. He gently cradled him after he bounced across the Tawara. But I, I did see a tiny bit of relief flash across Shodai's face. I think he was... Extremely happy for that win because Kirabiyama is so unpredictable yes. that it really could have gone either way. Kirabiyama two and five, Shodai five and two. So we had all Ozeki win today. Another four Ozeki win day. Great to see. Happy times for them. So seven wins, Terunofuji. Six, Takakesho. So he's moved out uh, to the Seoul second place. Yep. And then a bunch of troublemakers on five. We have Shorai, Takiyasu, Mitakuyumi, Onosho, Ichinojo, Endo, Tamawashi, Okonomi, Chiyotaru, and <laughs> Chiyamaru. Mr. Super. Wow. Playing with the big I, boys. I mean, maybe we can talk about it more tomorrow, but is it is this Basho a foregone conclusion? Well, imagine if he could get the 15. 15-0. Zen show, you it's show. It's starting to look like that. Yeah, I mean, he's got the definitely got the trickier second week. Yeah, but good to good to come into the second week where it's going to get harder with <laughs> losses. So yeah, exactly. How can you set yourself up better? You statistically Literally. cannot. <laughs> uh, let's look at the bouts for tomorrow. We'll just start uh, hone in on Sanyaku because that's where all the action is. Takiyasu takes on Kirabiyama. Mm-hmm. Wakataka Kage takes on Takanosho. Now, Shodai takes on Mitakumi. They have met 23 times wow. before. So they have quite a long history in comparison to a lot of the other Rikishi. 
it's 12.11, Mitakumi's way. Very close. Uh, Myogiryu takes on Takakesho. They've met 12 times and Myogiryu has never beaten oh. the Ozeki Takakesho. Asuniyama will be meeting Hoshoryu for the first time tomorrow. Hoshoryu. It's a rough weekend for yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But what, as you said before, what great experience for great him. Great experience. And he'll have... He'll come into it with a plan, no doubt, like he did today. See how it goes. Just put it in the bank, mate, and let it grow interest. The last bout of tomorrow, Daisho up against Terunofuji. Oh, wow. Mm. So they've met five times before. Terunofuji has won three of those occasions. Daisho doesn't feel like he's coming into this bout with any momentum, though. No, that's right. No, he's... he's um... He's not looking great, as we've discussed. Yeah. He, how have they gone in their previous? So in March, Terunofuji won. Uh, but in January, obviously Daisho won because um, he, beat he got the Yusho and he beat most people, in, including Terunofuji. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then in November last year as well, Daisho won. Okay. So it went two for Terunofuji, two for Daisho, one for Terunofuji. It's not, well, I mean, I, I wouldn't think... say it's out of the bounds, but. Well. I'll say that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us today on Sumo Mainichi. There is one thing we need to say. We might, at this stage, be live commentating Jurio. We're thinking about it. We need to make a decision not on Saturday night, so we'll see how we feel tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, but if you check out uh, Carlos Sumoist's Twitch stream of Jurio, if we do stream live, we might put a link in there. Yes, yes. So it would be around uh, 3.30. <laughs> Why am I doing this just don't, off the cuff? 3.30 p.m. Wherever, uh, whatever time Australian Jurio Eastern starts. Standard Time. When Jurio starts. Yeah. And it would be through Podbean as well, I think. Yeah. So we'll try and we'll put some links on our social media and stuff. If we do it, if you don't see them, we'll, we're sleeping. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Yeah.